welcome to your self-love sanctuary. Sessions to bring you home wherever you are. This podcast is best listened to in a cozy environment. Relax, unwind, and listen in. This is your time to just be. good it feels to trust that someone has your back to know that you can let your shoulders relax drop way way down away from your ears and just trust that you will be taken care of I'm sure we can all relate to feeling like it's difficult for us to take a day off or there's no one to ask for backup or for support or like it will only get done right if we are the ones to do it ourselves. Somehow taking time for rest or taking a day off has turned into a failure. So if you're with me and you share that belief, let's practice dropping it today. So as you may have noticed, I'm not Steph. She asked me to cover for her this week. And even though I was like, whoa, are you sure? I accepted with huge gratitude because it is so courageous to ask for help when you need time for rest. And I think that it's, I don't know, maybe it's a thing in our culture about how like, if we're an entrepreneur or we're a businesswoman or we work for ourselves, then I guess we're meant to work 365 days a year and never take a day off. So I'm here to stick a pin in that bubble and pop it I used to own and operate a hot yoga studio here in Moncton called Kuma Yoga. So when Steph asked me to cover for her this week, it reminded me so much of working at the studio with the other girls and how we would often cover for each other if someone wasn't feeling well. So if I wasn't able to make it to my class, I could text somebody or write in a group and say like, I can't come today. Is there somebody who can step in for me? And nine times out of 10, there's someone there. There might be the odd time when someone's not available or it's tricky to make it work, but usually if you ask for help, help will become available to you. So I'm so happy to be here with you. I'm here with a happy and joyful heart and it's so nice to meet you. My name is Mel. And my intention for our time together today is to offer you nourishment. I hope it feels like catching up with an old friend you haven't seen in a while and like no time has passed. I genuinely hope that it feels like home. May the eternal sparks fly. I invite you to find a comfortable place to sit or lie down. If you're choosing to sit, you might sit upright or in a chair or with your back against a wall. But if you're choosing to sit, I invite you to sit up as tall as you can. 
lengthening your spine, lifting the crown of your head. And if you're choosing to lie down, get really comfortable. Maybe roll up a blanket and put it underneath the backs of your knees or a pillow. Put on some cozy socks, cover yourself up. settled into your space, let your eyelids gently come to meet, closing the eyes, allowing the tiny muscles around your eyes to start to relax and feel a wave of relaxation come through your entire body, starting up at the crown of your head and flowing all the way down to the bottom of your toes. Now, invite a full breath into your belly and expand your belly like it's a big balloon. Hold the breath at the top. And then follow the exhale all the way to the very bottom. Again, invite a slow, gentle, even breath. Hold it. And exhale the breath and let it all leave. We'll do one more together, welcoming in the fullest breath that you've taken all day. Hold the breath, and then exhale. Now imagine yourself standing in a forest. You look down at your feet and see your cute little toes standing on top of a bed of moss. It's the evening time. The sun is setting. And the warm glow of the sun is peeking through the trees and kissing you on the face. This is your nourishment today. You stand there with your eyes closed, feeling the warm moss between your toes and the solar beams warming up your cheeks. Now way, way off in the distance, you hear the voice of a child. It could be a little boy or a little girl, whichever resonates with you. It could be you, or it could be an important child from your life. 
their sweet little voice gets clearer and clearer as they get closer and closer to you in the forest. Now, before you know it, they grab your hand and you start to walk together. What took you so long to get here? They ask you. Surprised, you say, me? Get here? What, what do you mean? Well, you see, I've been waiting for you to come and play with me for a very long time now. You said you'd come back, but I think you might have forgot. I didn't think you were ever going to show up. I told you I'd come back? I'm so sorry. I'm so confused. I don't remember saying that. To be completely honest with you, I've, I've lost my way. I ended up in this forest today by chance. They laugh. They chuckle. They say, nothing is by chance. We decided all of this before we came here. We did, you ask? I can't believe you don't remember, but that's okay. Maybe I can help spark your memory. I would really like that, you said. The little child lets go of your hand and runs ahead of you on the path. They start dancing, completely free. They are throwing their arms around in the air, spinning, twirling, singing, and laughing. As they are dancing in this way, you notice these tiny little sparks flying around them. It's almost like they're creating magical electricity. You stand there in the forest and you watch them in complete amazement. The whole process is completely enjoyable. You never want to leave. You never want this to end. You want to just stand here in this mossy, warm forest forever and watch this little child dance. They are completely connected to their inner source. The longer you stand there and watch them, the bigger and more powerful the sparks get. Now, look down at your hands. First, look at the tops of your hands. And then flip your palms around and look at the palms of your hands. Notice your arms. Notice your feet and your legs. Do you see it? Do you see them? Do you see the tiny little sparks are all around you too? You take one tiny step closer toward the child who is still enjoying the freedom of their source dance. And then you take another step. You are afraid to keep stepping forward, but you know that you need to participate. You are being pulled. 
you remember all of the times that people made fun of you or put you down. You remember all of your failures in one moment. The fights that you've had with loved ones, with friends, partners, or family. It is in this moment that you realize what made you forget. It was fear. It was all of the stories that we told about ourselves. It was the people who didn't support us or love us in the way that we desired for them to love us and support us. Tears are running down your face as you start to run toward the child and join them in their source dance. Finally, the child yells joyfully. Finally, you're back. Welcome back. You, completely speechless, can only just keep dancing. You are crying. You are laughing. You are sparking. You are making magic. You are home. You are in your source dance. You dance with this child for hours before you start to get tired. You slowly make your way back down the path, holding hands. It's dark now and you're following the light of the moon above. You can hear all of the forest creatures getting settled for the night. The wise owl letting you know that you're on the right path. The crickets offering you their sacred sound healing. Your own breath guiding each of your steps. Now you notice that the little child is not holding your hand anymore. They must have went back home. You didn't even notice when they let go. Was it real? Was it imagined? No, it was too real to be imagined. You felt their warmth. You saw the sparks. You felt alive again. You hear the little child laughing off in the distance. And they say, see you tomorrow. Don't forget. You stop walking. You're standing there in the middle of the forest at night. And you realize... It's that easy to forget. You can wake up tomorrow on the wrong side of the bed and choose not to connect with your inner child. Or you can make a commitment to always nurture and love the little baby girl or the little baby boy inside of you. 
Now pause here for just a few moments and just breathe. Don't try to control your breath or change it or manipulate it. Just breathe your breath. Notice what it feels like to be alive inside of your body. Now remember that you can spend time with your inner child whenever you want. They're always within. May the eternal sparks fly. May these words help remind you of your true nature. I'm going to read to you an excerpt from Sarah Blondin's Heart Minded. This is one of Steph's favorite books, so I felt that it was fitting. An introduction to the heart. You already know what it feels like to be in your heart. You knows exactly what it is to be in the seat of your heart. No matter when you made the separation and began living from your head, you know what it is to be in your heart. You do. It is a feeling, not something easily described or put into words. So I'll ask you to reflect for a moment. What do you know about how it feels to arrive in your heart? And get curious. Become porous and listen inside of yourself for answers. The heart is still very much alive and awake within us. And most often, all we need to do to awaken it is to become still and quiet. And it will do the rest. When we draw our attention inward and focus on our heart center, it will calm and reassure us often instantly. With it comes a softening of our bodies. We let down our guard. We feel a renewal of trust in ourselves, others, and the unfolding of our journey. Fear begins to fall away. We become more open and peaceful. Thoughts muffle and we begin to feel. We are no longer preoccupied by problems and are filled with a sense of ease. Space opens up within us. Solutions to challenges we might be facing start to reveal themselves without much effort. 
we fall into harmony with ourselves and our lives. This may sound too good to be true, but this is exactly what happens when we invite it and allow it. When we inhabit the heart, we awaken to our aliveness. We spontaneously arrive like a bolt of lightning in the present moment and all our arguments against ourselves and life go quiet. Goodness pushes up through the chaos of our internal world and we feel lit from within by a light we had no idea was there. At any time, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you can touch this place within yourself and activate the benefits of the heart space. It is that simple. It's about shifting and moving yourself into this place of love and acceptance, allowing yourself to be infused with grace. If we look within, most of us can identify a vision we have, an image of who we want to become, an enhanced version of ourselves, something like you 2.0. This image is often kinder, more loving, open-hearted, accepting, inspired, and creative. It's often less self-conscious and more gallant. This self doesn't succumb to fear, anger, or hardship and rises above everything with grace and ease. This vision we have in our mind's eye is what I consider to be the best representation of our heart-minded selves. It is the call of our heart. Unfortunately, the problem with this fantasy image is that we tend to misuse it. It often becomes something that we use to belittle ourselves rather than inspire others. We measure who we are against this fantasy self and feel failure and incompetence when we should be grateful for being gifted this vision of a more loving and able self. When we see this vision as our potential, rather than a reminder of our shortcomings, we can use it as a way, a tool, to help us move in the direction of our light. We can use it to inspire and motivate us to make choices that bring us closer to embodying and personifying this ideation. With each heart-led choice, we move toward our idealized vision. We become more and more heart-minded. The unharnessed mind will keep trying to get in the way of our heart-centeredness, our heart-minded self because the mind is fundamentally concerned with keeping us safe. It will keep trying to prevent us from making choices that open us up to the world. And so we have to keep overriding the mind. We have to keep choosing the heart. As one of my listeners so beautifully said, we are all connected and capable of incredible things when we simply allow the flow of this connection this love, when we learn how important it is to think with our heart. 
And as Bob Marley says in Redemption Song while quoting the great Marcus Garvey, emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. It's time we undo what stands in our way and unblock what is restricting the flow of our true nature. That was written by Sarah Blondin. Her book is called Heart Minded, How to Hold Yourself and Others in Love. Thank you so much for being here with me today, friends. It was a complete honor and gift to walk you through nourishment to share my voice, to share my essence, and to share my message with you. Hopefully soon I can come back on the podcast and have another conversation with Steph where we get to know each other a little bit more. She's a new friend of mine. I've heard about her many times for many years, but for some reason we didn't connect until recently. So it's one of those divine things. So thank you, Steph, for having me. For anyone listening who would like to be able to find me, my name is Mel. Sometimes I go by the alias Andy Avatar. So you can call me Andy as well if you like. And you can find my guided meditations kind of all over the internet. You can find them on Spotify or Apple Music or Insight Timer or YouTube. Just type in Mel the Mindful, and you can find me there. Just know that you are loved beyond measure. You are safe. You are home. Let's take a closing breath in together. Invite it all the way into the belly and let it expand. And let the breath go. Until next time, friends.